0: What is up, a.k.a. Padders? Thank you for joining me. This is a.k.a. Pads Audio Audacity Podcast. And I am your host, Peter A. DeLuca, the pop culture pope. And we're talking Steven Spielberg's AI today. It's a buzzword. You see AI on headlines every single day. But this is my cyborg thread. And I know... I know this movie really doesn't involve cyborgs, it's more of a robot movie, but come on, give me a break, and look, I, I haven't spoken enough about Steven Spielberg on my entire time hosting this podcast, so let's get into it, aka Patch Your Audacity, episode 286, let's go. Okay people, thank you for joining me, thank you for coming back, and come on, some, some love here, give me some self-promotion. Give me a like. Give me a retweet. Give me a follow. Find me out there, aka Pad, on every social network. Sometimes it's aka Pad 13 You figure it out. Just Google it. I'm there. But hey, everyone, we're talking cyborgs. Uh, I'm technically somewhat quarantined here in Philly, but not really. A lot of places are open. Uh, I can still buy food. I can still buy supplies. Just about every single res- restaurant in Philadelphia is, de- you know, has delivery. So what are you really missing out on? I don't know. Um, you know, everyone I know is working from home, so that's kind of cool. I like seeing that level of efficiency. But yeah, this is this is quite uh, it's quite a moment for all of us, and I don't I don't really want to harp on it. I don't want to make this podcast about the. The Wuhan virus podcast, okay. I, I I just we're still talking movies, we're still rocking and rolling. If my audio sounds different, it's because I'm talking to you from a snowball microphone device and I don't have aka pads audio audacity podcast studio set up yet because I'm still moving. I've been moving for a month, found a new place. It's awesome. Had to make moves. Uh, maybe I'll do an episode on that. Uh, on exactly everything that transpired that led to the move. A lot of life lessons there. But two thousand and one, two thousand and one, Steven Spielberg comes out, releases a movie. It's called AI. And at this time, I was heavy in the trades. I read every single trade. I would go to Barnes and Noble. You know, read The Hollywood Reporter. Read everything I could. Uh, Hollywood Reporter was a little tough to obtain. Number one, uh, it was a little bit expensive when it comes to delivery cost. Uh You know, and that's only because, like, it came out so frequently. It, all of these things. So, I would go there to read that. And then it would be, like, Entertainment Weekly, Premiere, Fangoria. Like, any, any specialized hollywood driven or special effects driven magazine like cinefics this movie okay was of lore for quite some time now this is credited as a steven spielberg movie but ai really is a stanley kubrick movie and any of us involved with you know film history if you love movies you love You love Stanley Kubrick, and you're fascinated by his somewhat lost projects. This looked like it was going to be one of them for a while. The other lost project is Napoleon, and there's a fantastic book out on this project that documents nearly everything that Kubrick prepared for his Napoleon movie. That didn't happen. That became Barry Lyndon. uh, Rightfully so, and heartbreaking, because you watch Barry Lyndon, That's one of my favorites of of his. I I would say my top two favorite Kubrick movies is Eyes Wide Shut and Barry Lyndon. For different reasons. So, Kubrick makes Eyes Wide Shut. Uh, That shoot is legendary. Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. Uh, I did not understand that movie when I first saw it. Uh, As I've grown older... Eyes Wide Shut has transformed into more of a um, cinema masterpiece for me. Now, he makes this movie. We're talking; he's he's shooting Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman at seven thousand takes. It's it's just astronomical numbers, and he dies. Cute. The Kubrick estate allows Steven Spielberg to pick up this movie. Now, there's a little bit of overlap. I I believe Kubrick waited for Spielberg to catch up. He waited for the technology to catch up. He waited for their schedules to align. I'm not 100% versed on the exact overlap of Kubrick dying, his passing, and Spielberg finishing and completing this movie. Now... At the same time, I'm. I have to double check. When did Stanley Kubrick die? What what year was it? It was 1999. So, you know, like I think that was a little bit of maybe like the last year of Kubrick's life. Um, you know, he he helped nurture this project along with Steven Spielberg, but then like Team Spielberg took over AI, and the reason why, excuse me. I'm putting this movie with our cyborg movies. It's because visually, visually, it kind of goes to Ghost in the Shell and it goes to Battle Angel Alita. The first two episodes that kicked off the cyborg trend of mine, the cyborg rant. And some of the concepts in here are that of a cyborg piece of a of cyborg fiction. We're talking about, you know, the ghost in the machine, the soul. We're talking about free thinking. We're talking about freedom and liberty. We're talking about the human condition. Now, I believe movies today don't really uh, call upon the human condition like they did up until a certain point. I would say up until maybe the mid to early 2000s. And then Hollywood shifted, shifted in a uh, bad way in the, in the lazy storytelling way. I just watched a movie on Amazon called uh, Blow the Man Down. Really could not understand the point of that freaking movie. Not at all. Just because uh, every movie today chooses just to end, just to stop. Uh, Narrative is somewhat lost nowadays. So, this AI movie comes out. And it's a marriage of filmmakers. It's a long-standing burning project that is now here. Now, moving forward, similar revelations when it comes to projects would happen. Um movies you thought would never exist. And I'm talking about a Avengers movie, a Justice League movie. I'm talking about The Watchmen, I'm sorry, a little brain fart there. Like you now like these these are films you were you were told would never exist and now they're here. Especially Watchmen. You know, the path of Watchmen to the screen is is mind-boggling. But yeah, so... What is this movie? What's the plot? We have a young boy. He's a love robot. He is built to harness the feelings uh, of motherhood. You know, he he's designed to have a mother love him. And this... The boy somewhat grows a conscious. Now, again, we're dealing with Pinocchio. Watch, there's Pinocchio themes throughout this movie. And he's seeking to be loved. And he goes on this journey that pretty much goes to the end of humanity and the evolution of robots. Now, that's where this movie ends. And the, those robots, you know, hundreds of years into the future... Bring David, this boy robot, back to life and give him one last day with his mother. Because that's all he ever wanted. And along the way, we have this, uh, I would say, mosaic spectacle. I hate using those types of words in describing movies like this. But I would say almost like a bunch of short stories. So when I say mosaic, I just mean like like they're short points. They're short short, uh, instances sprinkled throughout this movie. And each one has a lesson. And each of those lessons talk about the human condition. And a lot of them don't involve David humanity's responsibility to any life it would create. This is the essence of any cyborg drama or fiction and robot fiction. This is the core idea. No movie touches on these ideas like AI. Visually no movie even up until its day tried to do visually with robots as AI, AI, for what it was when it came out in two thousand one, was one of the greatest special effects masterpieces of all time. Uh, when we talk about like keyframe development, which is very popular with the Marvel movies, this movie has so many fantastic keyframes. But then this movie, it, we're talking about it because it is where it is, and guess where this movie ended up? It ended up forgotten it ended up with the ending frustrating people it ended up somewhat being labeled a failure the themes alone in this movie deserve deserves watching and rewatching. the ideas deserve to be explored in other media meaning books comic books animation we have none of that this movie somewhat can be labeled as a downward turn for Steven Spielberg. The other films he had around this, Minority Report, War of the Worlds. He, you know, he has the science fiction trilogy mid-career and we don't talk about We don't really even talk Minority Report anymore and we don't talk War of the Worlds. Steven Spielberg put together three science fiction movies that are harmonious and just the uh, in being consistent with the with the ideas, with the feeling of science fiction, more so than his contemporaries. I mean, I think the comedy haunts Steven Spielberg. He he tries it every now and again. And now, I guess relevancy is haunting Steven Spielberg because I would say uh, these movies took away some of his Hollywood thunder. And then we have Stanley Kubrick, and for some reason, because Kubrick's attached, uh, I think people went into this movie looking for something deep, and it wasn't. This movie's a fairy tale. It's, it's quite a few different fairy tales. Uh, artfully constructed, well thought out, visually incredible. I felt that way you know seeing this movie with my sister in 2001 when it came out my sister and I rushed to the movie theater to see this movie and what we got in return was a movie we didn't like and then the DVD generation hit home theater generation hit you could re-experience these movies quickly and uh, financially it was all plausible before it wasn't it, it was so hard to have a home theater before the DVD generation and then I watched it every now and again I would watch this movie hoping for a different reaction hoping something would change but I changed and the oh excuse me here I'm getting some work emails coming in <laughs> but yeah so but along the way like this is this is how it transformed and I watched this movie leading up to this recording. And the beats are there, the acting is there, the cinematography, the look is there. Harley Joe Osmond is better in this movie than he was in Sixth Sense. John Williams, we know, we know him. John Zuz Kaminski, that's our cinematographer. This movie is so artful. Uh, I just feel like I'm throwing these platitudes, but we're talking about, I'm using these terms around a mainstream Hollywood movie I so wish I could say that about a lot of what I see today but I don't I just few feel like the the Hollywood movies that I see that are on the level of AI are complete outliers and they fade away in a New York microsecond which is very upsetting but no everyone go see AI if if it doesn't hit, don't be afraid to re rewatch it. Don't be afraid to let this movie sit and watch it again. And I'm not saying watch it watch it until you like it. Sometimes you just don't like something. I get that, but you got to you have to give this movie a chance because it could be this could be the last really great movie Steven Spielberg tried to make. It's a movie that speaks of. Everything Steven Spielberg was about at this point. You know? This movie, like, gets right into it. It's like Jurassic Park. The Wonderment of Jurassic Park. And then this. This is like the ending of a childhood. Check this movie out. Now, next episode. Episode 287. I was going through my list. Of AKPads Audio Audacity Podcast. I I forgot a movie that I watched. That I... (laughs) Because I keep a little bit of a thumbnail file. So... Yeah, you know, I can pull like movie posters and things like that very quickly. Uh Blade Runner final cut. I I watched it. I watched it now. That's another robot movie cuz the replicants in Blade Runner are robots They're not cyborgs, but we're going we're going to add that in. And then we're going to talk about Upgrade, which is maybe potentially the greatest pure cyborg movie outside of Cyborg ever made. <laughs> and and we might be done. <laughs> and then, then we're gonna just maybe do a couple uh dump movies that I would like to talk to you about. But log, log, log. Next episode: Blade Runner Final Cut. Less rock and roll, aka Pads, audio audacity. Signing out. I love you. Goodbye.